W-E-F-U-N-K. We Funk. LW's Jammin' World Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. I'm your host, Liam Whalen, your boy, Big LW. Big L! W-E-F-U-N-K. We funk. And thank you so much for joining us on the Jammin' World. Don't forget to check out all the other uh, great shows on all of the media's up on SoundCloud and Spotify, iTown. Uh, I've got my uh, YouTube page, Big LW Podcasts, Facebook page, Twitter page, which I haven't looked at in a month. <laughs> so I guess a little leery. Uh, 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 you're forewarned on all social medias with your boy, Big LW. As if you didn't know already, of course, uh, uh, as well, you can hit me up at Jammin' World Podcast at yahoo.com. <laughs> right, of course, J A 2 M's I N, no G, because fuck proper spelling. <laughs> world, however, world and podcast spelled traditionally at Yahoo, because I'm old school. And uh, uh, definitely enjoy all the action on the Big LW podcasts. Uh, Family of goodness. (laughs) So uh, uh, definitely enjoy all of that. All right. Uh, However, we gather here today for a, a very special episode. As you might have seen by the title, I'm gonna be joined by a very very fun guest. As we uh, uh, reunite a podcast duo, as well as take down an American icon in the in the process, because of course this podcast is going to be more about uh, Alexander Hamilton the man than the play. As uh, uh, the play was amazing, however, uh, I think the guy very overrated. However, uh, uh, we will get into that in a minute, and, and of course I kid, because uh, uh, as we talked about last month uh, on the show, actually, when we did our uh, music movies of 2020 <laughs> a special in the summer, or whatever the hell I called it, but uh, of course we looked last month at some of the great music-related movies that are coming out this year, and of course uh, one of the uh, big ones as well was uh, as well. Uh, uh, we've talked about it a lot on the Geeked Up podcast, uh, but one of the big, uh, you know, music crossover stories going on this year is, of course, the uh, early release of Hamilton on Disney Plus uh, uh, due to coronavirus. Of course, flip-flopping release dates within the Heights. 
which was all poised for a big summer for uh, Lynn Manuel, uh, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, or whatever the hell this guy's impossible name is. <laughs> but uh, 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 of course, that was all said for like the actual theatrical, you know, uh, uh, interpretation. But uh, uh, with the whole Coronaville situation going on, that one is going to be coming out, I guess, next summer. And instead, they brought to us uh, uh, over a year uh, ahead of schedule, of course, the epic sensation, uh, a once-in-a-lifetime Broadway production that was, of course, Hamilton. And, uh, and after watching it, literally instead of the fireworks for the first time in myself, all by myself, on the most depressing 4th of July of my life, I watched Hamilton, and I was so pissed that I had to get my untucked and irritated co- uh, podcast co-host on to be the first people to finally rip on this shitty movie. Yeah, yeah, so, seriously. Is anyone, welcome to the anyone... show, Ross Terramina. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Liam. Thank you. It's good. It's good to be back. Fucking, I know. Uh, what? Back in fucking business. Uh, first of all, you know, you realize how chastised we're gonna get by the public for if we say one <laughs> negative thing I about know, this fucking seriously. show. Are you ready you're, to you're, have you, uh, you, uh, the your podcast inter- is gonna get shut down immediately? There's gonna be fucking protests. You know. Bring it on. I'm finally ready for some internet trolls. I want some theater. I want the theater trolls coming out the woodworks to defend. But we'll get into Hamilton in a minute, I guess, here in a second. First, I guess we should catch up. Uh, uh, say what's going on. I guess we did talk briefly as you were part of the uh, big geeked up five year anniversary special. We That's lived true. our hilarious freestyling. Uh, <laughs> me and Devin's hilarious freestyling. Uh, horrible freestyling. But uh, I guess. How's everything going with you in uh, uh, Coronaville, as we call it? You've been having a good quarantine. And going- as well, we've seen you in the Zoom rooms as well, actually. Everybody's it's loved true. you on the Zoom rooms. But how's your, cor- but how's your Corona quarantine and all been going? <sighs> you have, any, mean, big corona- you have and- any big coronavirus burns? No, man. It's had its ups and downs. Um, the uh, I've had a couple, like legitimate meltdowns <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice i would uh, hope know, so like what, like what are we talking or not personal private about how scary everything is right like <laughs> no, i'm no, talking yeah, about public no, no. at the home depot or whatever <laughs> no no no. i'm talking like uh like just complete mental breaks from reality <laughs> <laughs> all right well we've all but, had uh, those, those of course but, but those but those are done those are done uh so so, however, I will say, and, you know, you can call me insensitive, but, like, I'm not trying to be. I, it's one random nice thing that has come from all this is the, like, four times that I've been into the city. There's no traffic at any hour, and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's, out, it's outrageously yeah. pleasing to get to fucking Brooklyn in 15 minutes from New Jersey. It's unbelievable. Yeah, though, that is true. The, uh, uh, it's been a nice breath of fresh air not having thousands of tourists uh, all over New York City, I'd say, in, in some regards. If yeah, only like there was I've... something to do without anybody <laughs> being around, it would be... <laughs> See, and, and it was nice because like, I, I went out a couple times and, you know, people weren't being fucking idiots. The bars weren't being idiots. Um, okay, I see. You know, everyone was wearing a mask. The new rule in the city where you're allowed to actually drink on the street as long as it's in a cup, like the rule that should have 
been there since the start of New York City. These fucking morons. I mean, I kind of like the days of the brown bag. I'm still rocking my legal solo cup in a brown bag just to be OG about it all. But you you know what I mean? Like now, oh, we can all hang out, like walking around. Like we don't have to sit in this confined space. Dude, are you telling me that you like the fact that like now fucking half the street has been turned into an outdoor cafe for the beer garden (laughs) on fucking Third Ave? Are you kidding me? Yes and no, Liam. Yes and no. I mean, clearly, if I see, I've got major coronavirus burns. To be honest with you, because uh, I haven't been on well, the roads like, driving, you know, so the, for me, the, the general you know humanity and camaraderie of people, you don't like that, Liam. <laughs> like we can beat I mean, this together. <laughs> yeah, the, the together alone, I suppose, was cool. Oh my god! But I've got some major like line etiquette issues. Okay, I mean, uh, <laughs> I've got some line. I've got some line burns. To be honest, I kind of like though, like you're saying, it is kind of pleasing about how. They've created, like, uh, a lot of obviously smaller stores in New York City. You have to wait online outside. So when you go in, you kind of have the place to yourself. Okay? (laughs) However, I've noticed that this creates way too long of people just fucking hanging out at the butcher shop. Like, what could you – I literally, like, was was giving a guy the hands from outside. Like, hey, like, what – like, the passive-aggressive – like, what are you doing in there, (laughs) asshole? What are you doing in the butcher shop? (laughs) (laughs) You got to get those fresh meats. Yeah, true. Cooking now. I can't order. I can't order takeout. Oh, yeah, five minutes. It's, it was devastating. Uh, Wait, can you actually not order takeout now? Like, are not many places open? I mean, I kind of, you know, like, I, or is that eased up a little bit? Yeah, yeah, that's eased up a little bit. Now right, it's eased right. up. You can pretty much order takeout, whatever. But, the, uh, <laughs> but you know, but you there are a, still a lot of a, like smaller shops like that in New York City, just in general, where it's just like everybody waits outside. So then when you go in, they're like people haven't made human contact in a couple weeks, and now they're <laughs> spending ten minutes with the Dwayne Reed clerk. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's there. So there's this bar in uh, in my building, but like you know, obviously we used to sell the guy, uh, the owner. There's food. bar in your building. Yeah, 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 like a restaurant, but a very nice Italian restaurant bar. Okay. So, nice. like, when I like really was like, what kind of alcoholic? Like, <laughs> like, what kind of alcoholics den do you live in? There's a bar downstairs. Like, yeah, you know, it's unbelievable. So, so <laughs> it's literally downstairs. <laughs> you live above uh, Patty's from us. Uh, it's always sunny, pretty much. Pretty, living pretty in those much, shabby yeah. apartments so, above. The- so, so what would be great was you know like mid like shit was really locked down where like no one was allowed to actually like have an open door. I could go in, like, okay, just because, nice. you know. It's a speakeasy so, like, just for residents. It's like... yeah, no, no, not even. Just, clearly just me. Um, <laughs> it was on fire. It was on complete fire. It was just me, me and the owner and their one bartender, like, just, just drinking. Did the bartender come in? Jesus. Yeah, yeah no. The, so they, the could do, they, can... could, they can honestly, they can always do takeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That never got closed down. Okay, but God. they were actually letting you hang. Yeah, like okay, no one was allowed. Like the Uber drivers still weren't allowed to come pick up the food inside of the restaurant. I gotcha. I've but honestly like, have seen in my neighborhood back in, and we're talking, uh, you know, a couple months ago where there was severe lockdown. The places that did stay open for takeout, I noticed a lot of the neighborhood regulars hanging out in there. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were extending their t- uh, five, fifteen-minute uh, pickup window. <laughs> to squeeze some shots of Jack down, obviously. Dude, it keeps you fucking sane, man. Like I, I, I yeah, like no, I no. love being like I love being alone more than a lot of people. I feel like, and I can handle being alone. Like, but like, you know, when <laughs> when you're losing your mind, not because of being alone, like you just and you like need to just 
fucking yell or curse about something. Like, it sucks <laughs> when, like, you're cursing at the wall and throwing, like, random things around your room yeah, versus yeah. just doing that at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. You need your venting. If there's no bars to vent at, we, we, you, you turn into the, uh, the bagel boss, basically. <laughs> I guess... Uh, oh, hold on, uh, I gotta work out, bro. I gotta get all the stress out. You fuck yourself. I know, yeah, that's true. I'm such a COVID-10, the- by the way. I look great. <laughs> yeah, you got a nice tan going. You got the obviously the mohawk. We're all familiar with the mohawk from the Zoom rooms. I guess come a uh, uh, check out. More, uh, I feel like it's more timid now. <laughs> right now, way, it's do you just remember not the whole slick, theory? Do you remember the whole theory behind the mohawk? Like why I gave myself a mohawk, which came true, which is fucking not hilarious at all. But like, I was no, like, all right, you're we're, trying to we're keep locked down. No, further the social to... distancing by having nobody. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I, I predicted the race war that was going to happen, and I wanted to look racist to both white and black people, so neither <laughs> race would fuck with me, and that's why I gave myself the mohawk. Like, and this wow. is well before the A nice prison started. tactic. You're just coming in, picking sides when you get in. Like. <laughs> yeah, I just just leave me alone. I just wanted to look off-putting to everybody. <laughs> just punk rock for... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> members of Rancid would have been the only ones that uh, that you that you bonded with. They were more of a ska. The crowd, that's how you got into Duffs, which you apparently now live above. Yeah, no, no, no. This is this is the opposite of Duffs. Like this place actually has good food and food. Period. <laughs> yeah, more than just a, a bag of potatoes. I did walk chips. by. I did walk by Duffs the other day. I was pleasantly surprised with the amount of idiots outside. Uh, on, uh, but like again, wearing masks. Fucking standing in their little you know patio that they have outside. <laughs> yeah, they've got nice. that one. Uh, they've got that, that that creepy stairwell you can put an outdoor table in, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, like you fucking retards are fucking silly. All right, great, good, good for you. I guess back to some uh, to some quick burns before we get in. Uh, but I guess I do. Well, while we're talking about masks, you're obviously a mask guy. Uh, I'm assuming. But how do you feel yeah. about wacky masks? Wacky fashionable <laughs> masks? Any uh, uh, any burns I, there? I, 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 lo- I gotta I be love honest, him. kind of a huge fan. I love, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, if you if, you're not, if we're gonna have to all look like we got fucking imported from China, then like we might as well just do it right. <laughs> no, for sure. I'm uh, I go by I go with the uh, bandana upside down triangle bandito kind of oh, look. Oh yeah. Oh, Although so the only masks like that I hate are uh, people that have like fucking uh, uh, fumigator. Like if your if your mask has a ventilator, you're an asshole. All right, just fucking. Mine has a fucking ventilator. You piece of shit. <laughs> All right, like I said, you're an asshole. Just got a fucking <laughs> scarf over your right, face. Right, right. Forgot to this one. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> one of those. Turn 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 your oxygen valve on, Ross. You're going on a fucking. First off, these were you're going sent on a Paramus Road. From... These were sent here from Italy when they were mid-COVID panic, where our retarded <laughs> president decided that we would be fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Your and, cousin uh, took it off his stupid coffin face and <laughs> sent it to, in the mail to you. No, you're, <laughs> you, you basically spread COVID throughout Italy. All, uh... Dude, honestly, patient zero was like almost my dad. He, <laughs> he left Milan right the day before they locked down to wow. come back. Nice. But like, luckily, he wasn't Steve sick at all, so... But I mean, you know, yeah. If anybody in the in the you know, he didn't CDC ever get sick or community. Did he have any antibody tests? Anything? No, he totally had a cough. But um, <laughs> we got we got the antibody test and we didn't have it. Okay. Which was infuriating too, because you know, if you yeah. get the antibody test, and you that's have the one it. that you want to come up. Uh, if there's ever <laughs> yeah. tests, you want to come up positive for. But I guess it's while like, we're oh, talking great. some current uh, current issues here in Coronaville, but favorite Karen throughout Coronaville. Do you have a uh, uh, the Central Park lady, 
the machine gun couple. Do we have a, a Karen that sticks out? Mine is the um, lady in Florida that ran headfirst into the into the uh, window oh, yeah, of the bar yeah, yeah, yeah. because she was so that pissed. Was unbelievable. <laughs> that one was fucking Most hilarious. Epic lady of all time. Fucking full on rhino, fucking da- <laughs> yeah. dash right to the like, glass. She was like sixty, too. and she was hammered when she showed up to this. First of all, they shouldn't have been serving her because you're you're obviously wasted, lady. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way I can uh, be a responsible bartender and serve you, fucking drunken mess. With. I mean, I, I just don't understand. I, the thing I don't understand is why, like, <laughs> like every other country, you can like you're gonna be able to go watch their sports games like in the stands, like that had it just as bad as us. But, you know, good old red, white, and blue had to fucking, you know, ruin it for themselves yeah. and then blame everybody else. Yeah. I mean, definitely too much dissension going on with the peeps, not all just uh, doing what's right. It's turned into a political whole thing in the country, which is sad. You know, there's really <laughs> the nothing political about, about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. How about, I guess, on that note, do we have a favorite coronavirus villain? Maybe Rudy <laughs> Gobert, <laughs> uh, the hilarious mayor of Vegas. <laughs> Have anybody oh, no, that... no. My villain would be the guy in well, the idiot DeSantis. What is his name? Okay, yeah, DeSantis, yeah, DeSantis in Florida. The Florida guy. Yeah, Florida guy. That guy is just thoroughly <laughs> retarded and just yeah. the worst. Like, I mean, he's falling Trump into Trump category where he's not like a hilarious villain. He's like actually <laughs> yeah. scary. He, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, like, like Mayor of Vegas was just so ridiculous that she was kind of hilarious. <laughs> the, yeah. Again, the machine gun couple, if we want to put them as the villain, yeah. you know. Like, I love So they finally got charged. With like, <laughs> which I'm a, a bogus, a bogus charge, by the way. I mean, that's just yeah, know, that cater, cool. catering to public outcry. If you fucking, it really is. Yeah, show the up public with them outcry the, needs to fucking it, calm down too. Yeah, I mean, come on, they're like, settle down. They were Ooh. hilarious. We can't. I was well, hoping, I was hoping of, to get a second take out of them. You know what I mean? Like, just wait <laughs> yeah. till just like they could have just, you know what I mean? Uh, they could have just lured them out of the machine gun. Get fucking five black guys to stand across the street. They come out <laughs> with machine guns. Then you can arrest them organically in the act, as opposed to these. But I guess <sighs> it's absurd. That's uh, uh, neither here the nor there. Strife, I guess on that, the, what's up? The amount of strife in this country is like it's. I mean, it's. I clearly don't get it, but I, not I don't get why there's strife. I don't get why there's so many fucking young white hipsters involved, like with the, <laughs> these protests. Like it's not your fight. <laughs> I mean, uh, we kind of got to make it. Uh, it's everybody's fight, Ross. Racially, yeah, I, I agree about... completely. I agree completely. I, I agree completely. No, I've talked like, about it. One of my favorite, like, I guess, one of my. If, if, if we want to do a protest burn, but yeah. the one like picture that I saw of like a twenty-year-old white chick just fucking screaming, just uh, uh, in the face, fingers out, screaming into the face of like a sixty-five-year-old black cop. If that doesn't say a lot about the uh, about Ross, what Ross is talking about, but yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, it's like a lot of these fucking people protesting are the same people that like scream at you like when you just are walking down the street like to check your privilege. Like that's what I mean. Like I don't want, I would never want the rules changed by these fucking assholes that just need something to complain about. Like the yeah, real yeah. things that's happening needs to happen, but like no, the people true. that have latched on to make no, it their sure. platform to jump on top of and pretend they're a part of it all when they're just not at all and they're making yeah. it probably worse for the actual 
progression of the country. That's a huge problem with just, and and for the last, you know, decade plus, but what's, you know, now it's being called cancel culture or whatnot, but like ever since people have had like a soapbox. We're getting getting totally canceled, by the way, after this. (laughs) I know, seriously. It's a good thing that the UTI is already uh, on hiatus because we wouldn't have made it through. But I mean, people standing on a soapbox just to get their like name, some political relevancy has been like a, a just public grandstanding without any authenticity behind it has been a huge problem and i honestly yeah. do agree with what you're saying in terms of the fact that uh i guarantee you if social media wasn't so popular I, I guarantee you a lot of people were encouraged to go out there just so they could have a badass social media post about it you know oh, what i mean 1, like they, they yeah. wanted a selfie with them mm-hmm. in front of the uh, um you know and i'm not saying i'm saying the, the cause 100 percent organic but there are a handful of douches that like went out there just for a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And those yeah. are the people who me and Ross like to focus on, of course. The... But because they're also the fucking loudest, though. They're also the people that will, like, attack you on Twitter if you, like, use the word retard. Like, dude, that's retarded. I'm sorry. It's fucking retarded. You are too for commenting on it. Like, yeah, die yeah. in a fire. Die in a fucking fire. <laughs> I guess on that. Now that I got you all worked <laughs> up, uh, we'll, we'll get you. We'll start to. We'll, we'll uh, get into the main reason why I brought you on the show here, as I've teased uh, at the top. But uh, I had to get Ross's take on the Broadway sensation, <laughs> the once in a lifetime phenomenon, our generation's uh, West Side Story, if you will. Oh. But the uh, epic, <laughs> but the epic Broadway smash that was Hamilton, of course, with the uh, big Coronaville release here on Fourth of July weekend. Uh, of course, a year early on Disney Plus due to all the uh, coronavirus shenanigans and whatnot. But I guess before I get Ross's take, I'll give you. I'll, I'll, I'm going to start. I guess I'll throw out my main uh, my my. Uh, 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 thesis statement of this whole uh, of this whole show I'd say but basically all I'm saying about Hamilton vastly overrated all right <laughs> uh, basically just not worth all of the hubbub okay is my first point okay second point and uh, another, you know one of the other big reasons why I'm getting Ross on but I believe that in a lot of ways it's uh, so overrated by people that have uh, ignorantly refused to acknowledge hip hop as an amazing uh, art form for the last 30 plus years and now Hamilton now Lin-Manuel Manuel uh, 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 does it on Broadway and everybody oh hip hop it's so amazing how he rhymed all the words to a beat and said it so fast without messing up. It's amazing. Yeah, you, Liam, you fucking you couldn't have nailed it any harder. Like, um, like obviously, like that's I think why it's such a sensation because literally an entire genre of music that people were ignoring forever that everyone knew that listened to it was fucking awesome. Yeah. All of a sudden, now these people are like, wow, this exists. <laughs> yeah. And because so, just real quick about the show itself, because, Ross, we did obviously watch the, uh, the Disney Plus thing. But just in terms of Broadway productions, okay, like if you're going to talk theater, there's a couple different elements. There's the music. Then there's like the stage design and all that yeah, kind of set sets. Or whatever. There was yeah. no stage or sets going on in this movie compared yeah, to dude. other sensations like <laughs> The Lion King or fucking even this year, uh, uh, like Network. <laughs> 
Newark or like uh, even Oklahoma. Big shout out to Ali Stroker uh, from Ridgewood, but uh, uh, Oklahoma on Broadway <laughs> had like you know, a really unique set and like you know stage design and production that was at least interesting. Uh, uh, Hamilton offered nothing by way of any of that stuff. Okay, in terms of da- and the other big part about Broadway, but hilariously cheesy, big dancing and choreography numbers. <laughs> nothing going down in Hamilton. All right, I was expecting the goofy them all using their muskets as batons. Oh, dude, dude, first off, I've got I've got something to say. Running about that. sideways <laughs> across the stage with their... dude. All right, first off, um, funny that you bring up the muskets because. All right. Well, uh, first off, let me say, I don't know if I'm more embarrassed that I watched Hamilton or that I actually had an active subscription to Disney Plus going into this. <laughs> number one, number one. That when you call I know. Me- <laughs> I was so shocked. You literally were like, I have Disney Plus. I was like, did you forget the sarcastic quotes or where, where are we <laughs> yeah. going with that text? Do you? So, so that one scene where the guys like the obviously what's hilarious about plays is like obviously like 95% of the dudes are just flamboyant and gay, which is fine, but they are. So when the guys are dancing in unison with the muskets as dressed as the British soldiers, I was like, I put myself in like the Revolutionary War as like an American soldier. And I was like, I would be so fucking intimidated if the opposite if this side were, were is fucking... The- like reloading in unison with like little dance twirl flamboyant games. These are some like, experienced soldiers for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, this ain't their yeah. first rodeo. These guys yeah. are literally like these gay dudes are gonna beat our ass. Like we, we are totally. <laughs> they're gonna enjoy the shit out of it as well. Like, <laughs> um, also, I've never seen something where like I thought an hour of time has passed and when I check only 15 minutes of actual time has passed <laughs> I know that's another part of this the fucking three hours of rap music like Jesus yeah, Christ dude. like if I listen to Biggie Jay-Z and Nas I'm gonna get bored and want to fucking right, let me put some TV on for a little I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll watch an episode of In the Shadows and uh, get back to the gratuitous violence of... but three also, hours of hip hop I mean Jesus Christ it's also well I love that it's a movie yet they they had a cunty intermission like anybody gives a fuck. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously. Like you really need to of... give us an. <laughs> I can press pause and take a piss on my own. Thank you very much, Disney Plus. Right. Let's not stretch this out anymore, <laughs> for the fun, for but, the love of God. But, but, but all right. So to, to break down Hamilton more, I oh, look. It wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought I, I thought all right. Obviously, the guy knows rap. He wouldn't have been able to write a play like that if he had if he had like a shitty nerdy rap background like. There was a couple yeah, no. shout-outs to Biggie. There was a prodigy line. A lot of uh, them did. Yeah, a lot of the songs uh, uh, totally lost upon the entire uh, viewing audience <laughs> yeah. of this movie. <laughs> but a lot <laughs> t- totally lost to all the moms out there that fucking loved this one. <laughs> but a lot of them were started uh, – a lot of the verses were, you know, started off – the same way that famous rap and hip hop verses were started off and whatnot. A lot of shout outs to rap. And yeah, he's definitely a rap fan. Like, are you great? Yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. like, 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 t- like, I was worried it was going to be like campy ass, like, like fucking, like, what, like my dad would write for like a rap song. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was like legitimately yeah. good. Like, sure. It was very well written. He's like, a very you know, mediocre level <laughs> hip hop artist, I would say. That little dicky style, like so, like chose a specific thing to go about, and it's not even like the storytelling and uh, uh, even like you know improv, like because uh, uh, I guess this project kind of started off with uh, Lin Manuel, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> but uh, uh, he had the hip, uh, freestyle love supreme whole thing so like to before long before this and then uh, 
Yeah, and then, of course, In the Heights was like a more traditional Broadway smash, and then this one getting back to more like his uh, uh, rap roots. But, uh, you know, even like the uh, uh, MTV, when hip-hop was popular in the 90s, had the Lyricist Lounge show, TV yeah, show, which was like improv-based. Yeah, like there was a lot of like, this is an, uh, a very old-school, traditional part of hip-hop as an art form, is like the specific storytelling angle, you know what I mean? He did it for three hours. Not six minutes. This should have been the fucking uh, ten minute Weird Al polka version, or like a little Dicky version would have been perfect. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that was amazing. He told the story of Hamilton. But three hours, and like again, most of my burn here is like the mass hysteria around it, where because it got more tweaks than any other play, it's all of a sudden now like twelve hundred dollars a ticket. And, you know, it's become – because I as well did see – I guess the other one that we're going to go comparable to would be Book of Mormon, which I don't know. Did you happen to see Book of Mormon? Because I, I did. I never did. I actually okay. wanted to see it, and but it was I never amazing. Did. And all sorts of amazing production, just South Park-style crazy songs, but on stage <laughs> with fucking hilarious <laughs> shit going on all over the place. Like that's what – you know what I mean? And I was – that's where the bar gets set for like a musical comedy like this. This was just a fucking hip-hop performance. You know yeah, what I mean? There was comedy. no I other. This was supposed to be a comedy. No, well, not even comedy, but just like in terms of a theatrical performance. There was no yeah. other like th- theater to this other than the music. You know, it was great yeah, music, was great lyrics. One, but the, the other elements the of, of production were totally not there. Whereas in Book of Mormon, there was amazing dance choreography. The fucking sets and shit were interesting and fun and like, you know, uh, totally in theme with the production that you're watching or whatnot. Hamilton was just fucking, you know what I mean? Like we've said, we've seen it all before. And I think a lot of it kind of reminds me of like uh, uh, people that say that they don't like the NBA, but love college basketball. Oh, God, Those yeah. assholes. I kind of get the you. same vibe with this, where it's just like people oh, that I have never, people. the people that have always looked down their nose at hip hop. Oh, I love it. Like sudden, for the love of the game, money's yeah. ruined the NBA. They don't play defense. Like, yeah, well, they can't guard the best players in the yeah. world, too. Like, my, whoops. <laughs> Oh look, a guy not a really free doing. Throw. It's not college basketball. Oh, I'm fucking. <laughs> but I feel there's a, a potentially a little bit of a, a racial element there, you know, <laughs> like an Obama Dude. speaks so well kind of thing going on, where it's just like you're giving him credit for something that's a uh, uh, credit has long over. It's like granted for half the for a lot of people like me and Ross. That yeah, grew up he's with he's reaping he's reaping the credit that you know fucking Wu Tang, Biggie, fucking Nas, uh, Warren G, Snoop, Dre all deserve this notoriety yeah that he's For getting sure. now because white people are finally not racist enough to just turn a blind eye to it <laughs> because it was on broadway yeah yeah that's exactly what happened and <laughs> but dude anyway i, will I mean say, should they do a, uh, should they do a, a, a rap of the ages style uh, a theater production like that gay show uh, a rock of ages where they get all of the they get a, a, a theatrical biggie out there to belt out juicy with a chorus yeah, no, line no, no, they shouldn't they shouldn't do that yeah, at all because no, <laughs> um, you know again the whole point of rap kind of wasn't was the exact opposite of this play it wasn't I mean, I guess when you're in the arts, you're in the arts, but like it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be, I'm fucking bopping and booping about a historical white guy on a stage (laughs) on Broadway. It was just, you know, it was a way to vent or whatever. I'm not even going to say what it was, but anyway, the, I mean, we could get into your favorite, 
Huh? Hold on, I got I got a question. One, well, one, I got to bring up the guy who invented it and played Hamilton is ugly, and uh, <laughs> he shouldn't have been Hamilton, and he's not really a good actor, and his eyes look like testicles. Uh, <laughs> but besides that guy, writing him himself as the lead role, which is hilarious. I mean, I'm sure he he's much worse in Inga uh, Heights, where it's like a romantic <laughs> fucking production, and you know what I mean, like a more traditional. Because at least this one, you can give him the credit. Like, all right, you wrote all the raps, you get to say him, you know. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, you could give that fucking credit. Like, I guess Spike Lee did it with Mookie. It's not like Flava Flav was a fucking good-looking guy. You know what I mean? We can, uh... uh... Yeah, yeah. He was also in a group called Public Enemy. (laughs) Um, So, uh, but the other thing is, who was your favorite character? Because mine was the... Not the woman he married, but her older sister. I thought she was the best in in the entire show. Okay, She was fucking blazing as hell, too. I mean, was, was he banging both of them, by the way? Was, I don't know right? what they like, were insinuating. I don't think they were. I think she I was think like, he was. we love you too, but we can't, we can't do it because my sister and her happiness comes first. I mean, it might I'm be controversial, be but I'm a big Aaron Burr fan, I would say. I, uh... <laughs> Dude, you know what's hilarious? Mainly last just on the... His... Last time I took mushrooms, I ended up at the Burr-Hamilton <laughs> Memorial. Yeah, that's right. You were telling me you had a major spoiler going into this movie because you already knew how it ended. Much like me that forgot to uh, pay attention in, in school grown up and was shocked by the... Wait a minute, he got shot by... I remember this one actually. Do you remember from the milk commercial when we were kids? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, the, yeah. the the radio question was asked, and the guy had mil- uh, like peanut butter Aaron in his mouth. Burr. Yeah, and he couldn't. <laughs> so I knew this one. I I was uh, I was ahead of you here. Fucking. Also, you, while, you, the, you, while the king, while you were the tripping, of... but but you were tripping mushrooms and weehawking and wound up at the historical <laughs> at the Bur- Tom the, Hamilton, yeah, at, uh, at, Alexander yeah, Hamilton, at the, at the Burr Hamilton Memorial, where Hamilton <laughs> and apparently his son also died because they both shot into the air. <laughs> Good move, guys. Like, when your son dies a week before you, shooting a bullet into the air instead of at the guy he's doing with, and then you, and then dies, and then you do the same thing, and then die. Probably That's... should have learned your lesson. <laughs> I mean, he was trying to go out like his pops, you know? Uh... No, but he didn't have a father who hardly fathered. Oh, oh, oh. Ross is kicking some, uh, kicking some hip-hop for us. Hip-hop. But I guess that will uh, get us into uh, one of the things while you're here, as uh, uh, because this has been referred to, much to my chagrin, as a hip hopra. I've heard <laughs> yeah, yeah, people yeah. calling it a hip hopra, and this has kind of brought you know a uh, 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 hip hop rap and hip hop back to the light. So of course, with my uh, uh, accompanying playlist to this month's episode, but it's going to be our hip hop better than Hamilton playlist, where <laughs> it's a whole uh, a two hour playlist of all hip hop songs. That again, like I said, and as well, if you loved Hamilton and you haven't listened to Illmatic, like you didn't immediately go down. Download fucking ready to die. You're a racist asshole. I'm willing. I'm willing to say. It. Right? Like seriously. If uh, well, no, if on. I you went and saw if I loved Lay Miz, I would go fucking listen to Phantom of the uh, Phantom of the Opera. No, like I don't understand if you've loved Hamilton and you haven't examined hip hop further. I'm, 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 I'm going. I'm going racial lines on this. Did you just say if you loved Lay Miz, you would have immediately gone to see Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> that is what I said. Don't hold me I mean, to that's that. That's a fucking excellent point. Yeah, if I was really into musicals, I would. Yeah, you know, probably. Wouldn't you be true? Yeah, exactly. That'd be the thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like if you loved Hamilton, I'm I'm expecting a, a you you listen yeah. to Black on both sides. 
And oh, see, that's an overrated. That's a fucking overrated album. Uh, okay, because this is where me and Ross are going to get into Liam. it. I was fucking prepped for that to be brought. I up. know, I of course, we're going to have major beef right now because uh, what's going to be left off of my playlist are all of uh, uh, stupid Ross's faves over there <laughs> because I'm going a uh, uh, better uh, hip hop. Better than Hamilton, all right? With the great oh. rap-hip-hop distinction, as I guess. There is the, the long, great debate of the difference between rap and hip-hop. I'm going to give you my whole uh, theory. You want to give us what do you, you want to give us your feelings, though? Difference yeah, no, between no, rap I'm, and I hip-hop? Mean, well, here, Liam, the issue is I'm just going to be right. So, so, <laughs> so hip-hop is, is, you know, it, it's very, it's very crowd-oriented. It's more DJ, more important, cutting up the tracks and the waps. And, okay, you for know, sure. Random, Definitely more DJ. MC being and being like, oh, big up. Do it. <laughs> and by hip crowd, you mean like in front of yeah, people like or like a work. crowd? Because one of the yeah. distinctive parts of hip hop that I feel is a little bit of like the lot of rappers doing it together, like groups, seems very hip hop to me. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. You, you don't know. You don't know what I mean. You know what like, I mean. It's I just like hip hop like, is kind of like you know. There's like, more see... than one voice on the track going back and forth. Where it's just like Biggie and Jay Z, they rap the entire album by themselves. Hip hop, when there's like even like Wu Tang, when there's like five MCs coming in in different verses, it feels a lot more hip hop because it's got that cipher kind of feel. Passing the ah, mic. All right, I see what you're saying. Passing there. the mic. Hot mic. Pass it Hot around. Mic, I'll pass it to the left, son. <laughs> uh, and of course, me and Ross. So, yeah, but I guess you're kind of more speaking of like the elements of hip hop, as of course. Yeah, hip hop is I the culture. I, just, like, I don't like the fucking term hip hop either. It sounds like very fucking pussy to me. Like I feel like you're a bit like oh, well, that's kind of what it is though. In like my I book. hip up and down and I hop all around. Like go fuck yourself. <laughs> In my book, like, like <laughs> hip-hop kind of, and I'll, I'll quickly, I guess, run through my very uh, uneducated, or my very uh, uh, unprepared, look, uh, my very unresearched uh, philosophy of the history of rap and whatnot. But pretty much in the night, uh, pretty much I'd say with N.W.A., it became kind of more sub-genre based, where up until then, like throughout the 70s when it was invented and through the 80s, it was all hip-hop was the culture. And rapping is kind of like the art form of what they're doing when they're, you know what I mean, when they're uh, rhyming over the beat is rapping. And it kind of all falls under the genre of hip-hop with the DJ and, and the B-boy, you know, the B break dancing and oh, like the whole cultural an aspect. That, Liam, that's such an annoyingly good argument. But then yeah, it, what happened really though, with NWA, it became they became like super controversial and had content that then like Rockham and EPMD didn't want to be associated with. So then it became kind of gangster rap and hip hop throughout the '90s, where like we liked more gangster rap, Biggie, Mob Deep, Jay Z, talking about streets and drug dealing, that kind of stuff. Where there was the other genre, <laughs> like things. De La Soul, and there were still people doing yeah, more. like a Tribe Quest, exactly. And, you know, the fucking, the so that would be kind of more like rap. Like, uh, uh, it's all, like I said, hip-hop, but, like, the sub-genre of, like, rap and gangster rap is the more hardcore stuff. Hip-hop right. then became the more danceable, you, you know no, what I mean, totally positive... No, you, to you totally fucking win. <laughs> hip-hop is the all-encompassing genre 
then rap, gangster yeah. rap, lyricism, I mean, that's like the definite all, thing. Like, but then, like, in the 90s, though, but then I'm saying in the 90s, it became all subgenres. Where, like, in the 90s, like, most deaf and all that stuff was hip hop. Oh, and no, it's it like hip hop, hip hop. Exactly. Conscious. Yes. Socially conscious oriented stuff yeah. was more. That is what, like, the definitive genre of hip hop. And then rap music, like, I've actually talked a lot about uh, on various Jammin' World podcasts, but it's really kind of survi- like this day and age of content being much more direct, mar- like, directly for specific genres. Rap kind of had in the 2000s become very regional and genre specific with, like, oh, Dirty yeah, yeah. South and West dirty Coast, South, the, 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 even, like, uh, 50 Twisted, in the East Coast. Twisted and screwed, like the, the exactly like purple drank rap. The but like in the early 2000s, for example, yeah. there was like Game doing West Coast rap, 50 doing gangster rap, fucking Outcast and Ludacris doing Dirty South rap, and then throughout the decades, it was like trap and like <laughs> auto tune. And Chicago was still bumping out hip hop with Kanye yeah, and yeah. Chance the rapper and all. You know what I mean? Oh, Where it was God. like, yeah, there's still more. Fucking... So it's like rap has really become. Really genre specific over no, the has. last. Like now there's mumble rap, uh, and that's honestly why, as I've talked about a lot on the show. But it's kind of weird for guys like me and Ross, where like nostalgia based rap is not as pop. It's one of the few genres where contemporary rap artists that me and Ross have never heard of are more <laughs> popular and more tour success than like the all time greats. You know what yeah, I mean? Like the absurd. Rolling Stones tour <laughs> would outsell. The fucking any, like, you know, the Black Keys tour, whereas fucking Post Malone would oh, yeah, crush Malone. Run DMC. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Me and Ross saw uh, uh, Mob Deep at Irving Plaza. Me, we, me oh, and Tiernan yeah, and Neckis. That was fucking Prodigy's last uh, Yes, New York last, last uh, show, right? Live. Yeah. And then uh, me, Tiernan, and Neckis last year as I did the official uh, 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 Big LW concert review. Check Wait, it out no, on, on YouTube. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, Tiernan, and Negus went to uh, random concerts? Went to Wu-Tang, 25th That's anniversary. I forget why oh. you couldn't make it, but uh, uh, nobody else could come except uh. Jacobson bailed, you bailed. Nobody could make it. <laughs> On like uh, 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 last year, I think in February or whatever, but it was oh, the most deal. epic 25th anniversary concert ever, but it was at T5. <laughs> We're talking like rock clubs where, you know what I mean, like the Grateful Dead tribute band now is playing at stadiums, you know what I mean? It was like nostalgia <laughs> acts and rock and roll are like yeah. the like Pearl Jam, like just from the 90s, Pearl Jam and Metallica are Jam, still bro. major touring entities where Nas really isn't, you know what I mean? Maybe Jay-Z oh, yeah, would be. Oh, yeah, fucking, but... yeah, I mean, because, I mean, the, the smallest show I've been to was the was clearly a core mega show my boy core mega uh, oh i remember seeing that you showed me the video of that you were fucking he was per- um, straight up performing at duff's or some like fucking <laughs> shitty bar you know he was playing at knitting factory in brooklyn which is okay. like a very small venue but it's a very pleasing venue like that was actually who went with there were no there was a one more mob deep concert at knitting factory and jacobson and i went we both i think like went straight uh, yes, from right. work we yeah. both went straight from work, so we were both in our fucking suits at this Mob Deep concert. I remember missing that one, just, yeah. And then being so happy when you told me that lyrics. you guys were both Madden <laughs> yeah. tournament style in your suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, just ready to go. Like we, It was unbelievable. Uh, the good thing about the, the Knitting Factory is that the crowd is not nearly as you know, whitewashed, as, as some would say, as, as it is in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ross is looking for the non-Hamilton kind of crowd, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no. He wants the authentic Cormega fans out there. And who can blame (laughs) him? 
there's there's one thing I do. There's one more thing I need to say about Hamilton is that those background, those fucking female background dancers in their like little revolutionary war outfits were all fucking tens, <laughs> and it was unbelievable. I mean, I'd hope so. This is the most successful <laughs> fucking show in Broadway history. I'd imagine they get some hot dancers back there, but I saw <laughs> I mean, kinky boots, and there was may way more impressive uh, <laughs> uh, uh, dance numbers going did on. Did you see kinky boots? I did. <laughs> I've like on the low seen fucking most Broadway shows in the last like several years though I gotta be honest <laughs> so, so that's why that's why you like the, the fucking uh, the Deadwood movie because it was all artsy and fucking <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the Deadwood movie no, you loved I, was, it. You I thought it was whack that a, a swear engine got a, a turned face yeah, on us I mean swear engine goes bullshit. down like that that's such yeah. and such bullshit I like, thought it, that the dude. fucking new hot 18 year old was a smoke show but other than that I really no, no, it was. Uh, I, I, I liked it more oh, than you. Shit. Oh, jeez. Oh, no, I'm good. I We've just got a whiskey space. I just dropped my baseball bat that I'm carrying around for no reason. <laughs> I mean, you, when that race when that race war starts, you want to be a real yeah. punk rocker with that mohawk and baseball. Fucking bat. mohawk, and uh, as Little Fame from MLP would say, his Brownsville slugger. Oh, nice. Big shout out to MLP. Now, MLP could make my hip hop list, even though that they're more gangster rap and subject matter. But I guess oh, that'll get us more. That'll get us back into the uh, better than hip hop. So there was basically that was my explanation on the hip hop rap debate. So I look at hip hop though then as that specific subgenre of rap music or hip hop, but it's like the hip hop subgenre <laughs> of hip hop. Where I'm talking more get, uh, 90s, socially conscious, positivity. Like but how Black about Star? just in general? Let me get some of your uh, uh, hip-hop rap albums better than Hamilton for all the theater nerds that are checking <laughs> out right. the show. All right, so listening. I'll list them out essentially every And these can be rap. For Ross, I'm going right. rap as well. Because like I said, me and Ross, we're more gangster. We're more gangster right. rap. We're more hilariously enough you, gangster I'll, rap I'll, fans. I'll hit you with the one-two punch. The... Uh, there's the oh, this is the only, and I think Liam will attest to this. There's only, it's rare you have a rapper that makes the second, third, fourth album that's as good as their first. Okay, great call. And I have to give it to Mob Deep for having the best in his in the history of rap, first and second album, hands down. They both Hell on Earth <laughs> and The Infamous. Yeah, I mean they're definitely up there. Complete and utter fire. For sure, There's for sure. No, like, and this no was, I think, like the 25th anniversary of The Infamous, right? There was some reason why it was playing. Like I, I, I randomly listened to it uh, recently due to some mm-hmm. celebratory cause. I think maybe that was a 1995 album. But, uh, yeah, it uh, was. It was. No, I think it was '94. But uh, and definitely still holds up. And in terms of like a Hamilton style, I mean, talk about like storytelling and fucking really bringing you, really bringing yeah, you into you a world exactly. that you didn't yeah, yeah. know. Like the whole point. Like, why would you want to listen to music about like what you do? Like, especially <laughs> if you're like a boring person. Like, For I'm sure. gonna go listen to Dispatch and like want to be like, oh, I was really upset, so I played the guitar in my basement. <laughs> big shout out to all my what dispatch fans about? out like, there. Man, but, uh, like, I, don't know I know, I know Devin's like, a big dispatch fan. So. <laughs> oh, sorry, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he was a dispatch recently. At, uh, but, <laughs> no, uh, no, the whole reason I'm on this podcast is actually because Devin is like hanging out with the dispatch band. He won an award. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Devin's on dispatch to our socially dis- socially dispatched to her <laughs> as I imagine they're going on right now. But <laughs> and if they don't, uh, I definitely am gonna uh, 
uh, email him a, 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 a email him an idea. Hope to get a shout out. But mm-hmm. so you'd go. I mean, definitely up there for best one two punch. You can. Go. I'm saying best one two punch is normally like okay. Nas did it with Illmatic and it was written. for sure. That's those where I was two, going. Fellow Queens yeah. boys. Those are those are two unbelievable. I mean, if you any the independent Queensbridge artist Cormega did it with. Uh, with uh, uh, his 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 first two albums, but you're right. And if you want to take it to a third album, that's where sometimes I go. Eminem is like you're getting to the goat territory because I say that he is like a best one, two, three. Because a lot of uh, uh, especially Nas came back with Stillmatic years later, but yeah, like Nas was making wasn't. a couple of those. Uh, so Nas has yeah, three but those good ones albums. Sucked. Exactly. He kind of fell off in the middle. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Rap is like – it really is a genre where their first album's amazing and then they live like kings for the rest of their life on their uh, <laughs> on their deal money and never quite live up to – Like let's – let's like this is going to be an unpopular uh, opinion, but it's totally true. There's no way Biggie's third album was going to be good. Like he was <laughs> – he was already kind I'm... of falling off a little bit in fucking Life After Death. And it no, have been he was CD. not. Life After yes, Death is was. so hot every track. Especially, no, like, lyrically. He was getting more inventive, doing more, like, as I've talked a lot, especially, check out my YouTube, uh, <laughs> How Biggie's Death Killed the 90s, whole thing I did. But when uh, uh, but Biggie really was ahead of the curve on some of the fads and genres of rap in terms of, like, singing oh, on the, the tracks, the Bone Thugs, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, no, like, he had some. Up. Play exactly. Kanye's totally ripping off the uh, playa playa, but uh, uh, Biggie was doing. He was more R and B kind of stuff as well. Throughout, so like he was doing kind of uh, uh, more genres than he was doing on Ready to Die. And I'm sure he would have had some fucking him and Khalid or whatever, whatever DJ Khalid would have a fucking, fucking couple whack. Tra- <laughs> I know. I'm sure they have some whack tracks, but Biggie would have definitely stayed. Uh, stayed all right. Yeah. All right. You're probably right. I'm. I, it's just. I mean, you, all right, hold on. But Who's you're right, one? but what Dude, I talked Dr. about Dre, on that... Dr. Dre had the chronic, and the 2001 is fucking dope. But it's like fucking 10 years said. later, though. I gotta, like... But, dude, it was still 2001. I for sure. But I, I, I have a, tar, a hard time putting that in, like, a one-two punch, like Mob Deep, that put out those albums in the same fucking, like, within a year of each other. He took all 10 right, years really, off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're dude, right. But don't I mean, you think it would be harder after 10 years to come back still relevant versus, like, oh, we just pumped out this album with these many songs that we had these leftover songs that we're clearly putting on the next album that's releasing and with dude, these I, and as much as I love 2001 honestly though let's be honest a big factor of that album was he waited like 10 years to find other new people to fucking shred all the verses like Eminem who really blew that album up and then <laughs> Exhibit and fucking uh, who's the one guy he was Hit very man. Hitman, Hitman. <laughs> Hitman was it Hitman that just fucking shredded that album? I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, no, Hitman. Uh, there was, was another uh, like West Coast guy Walk, that all of his verses are fucking right. amazing on that ver- <laughs> like on that album. But then he, he never really had big commercial success after that. But he. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I literally looked up where Hitman's life was at the other night. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing? What's uh? What's up he with totally fucked himself when he yeah. left. He left Interscope or whatever. And he totally fucked. Himself. Okay, see, so he went out for his yeah. own deal. And, he, and then he like tried to work. He said, "Cause no one was gonna stop my creative freedom." And it was like, "Well, dude, considering you don't have anything out now, <laughs> yeah. like." I mean, he, sh- I'm sure, did write all of those verses for Dre. Whatever. Dude, he, yeah, no, I those, guess those one of the classic ones. Was on. One of the, the classics that. 
<laughs> the Eddie Griffin rant, yeah, for sure. No, that album is, dude. That album is hilarious as well. It can be listened to almost as like a, a comedy album with some of the fucking, uh, uh, some of the songs are just fucking hilarious. But I guess like, to get back into some of the classics, I think we can throw it in there. A great one-two punch in terms of group albums, and where I say could be the all-time best. I swear group. to God, if you say Wu Tang, yes, of course. Oh, Wu-Tang. dude, fuck, I fucking but, hate Wu Tang forever. Well, I mean, it's, of course, no 30s Chambers. But just in terms of Wu-Tang, um, what I was going to say, though, in terms of them really being the best example of crossing over into both being rap and hip-hop, because there's something extremely hip-hop, independent production kind of feel of 30s Chambers, all sorts of MCs coming at you. It's like gangster, but it's not fucking like... Biggie and, you know, it's not fucking Biggie and Mob Deep Gangster. But yeah, no, it had its own... Uh... The 36 Chambers, one of the great albums of all time. Of course, Wu-Tang Forever, not as good, but still solid. Not nearly as good. Not nearly as good. But, uh, but the, uh, then but we've the got all of the individual member yeah, the albums. the individual names, their albums are all yes. pretty much... What's your favorite... What's your favorite uh, member album? And those albums are more <laughs> See, rap so this... to me. Like Raekwon, like Only Build for Cuban Links... Is a rap album. So Thirty Six like Chambers only... is hip hop. How about that from Mindfuck? <laughs> yeah, see, so I'm not gonna agree with you there. I, I, see, that's where I just like just because there's more rappers in a song doesn't make it hip hop to me. It just means yeah, but, but it's I also see just kind of more it, positive. Like, it's like it's it's dude, you know how is a song called "Protect Your Neck" more positive? It's I about mean... just more people talking about how they're gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's more goofy and whacking, cartoonish, those songs. And then, like, Cream is more, like, socially relevant as opposed to, like, just straight glorification of fucking... I know right. what you're saying, but it's right, like... So, so, anyway, let's... Well, the, 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 all right, so I when I was young, like, like I'd say middle school Ross liked To Cal by okay. Method Man the best. I was big, I was a big Method Man guy. And of then course. as I and then as I matured, in, in Ross's weed smoking days, <laughs> now for some reason he stopped and his fucking uh, uh, flies Dude, off the handle with anger. All the time. By the way, I quit smoking cigarettes. So fucking, how <laughs> oh, gay wow. is that? That's uh, good, I mean, congratulations, <laughs> I even gayer. Wish. Even gayer. I'm gonna say congratulations. <laughs> um, so, uh, but then then it went from to Cal to uh, oh, obviously only built for. Uh, uh, whatever Cuban links, you know, yeah, only built for Cuban. That's links. probably then, the most like gangster of all of the member albums. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's the purple tape, <laughs> and they're literally like cooking. There's like literally skits with them cooking crack, like literally. <laughs> That like happened well, several times. There's several inter uh, hilarious <laughs> '90s interludes. Didn't we do a oh, UTI yeah, segment on best uh, rap interludes? By the way, did I think we? we did. I think we did. <laughs> or we, we always had planned on it was anyway. Like, Wasn't like the guy Woodrow the crackhead or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was Woodrow was on there. All of the um, all the neighborhood crackheads from Seattle. Let's see what what uh, I mean. There's Jizza, Liquid Swords, of course. Fucking Liquid Swords is fantastic. ODB's first album. Yes, of course. The one with his like. Food stamp and card. Is yeah, fucking... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about Iron Man from Ghost? Oh, yeah, Pretty Man, much yeah, all no. of the Wu Tang members as well kind of suffered from like first album greatness. Raekwon kind of Raekwon and Ghostface actually have stayed pretty relevant. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have method. I mean, dude, I Cal two thousand sucked. Um, yeah, very commercial. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. Method yeah, Man's method probably Man the most like commercially relevant. Still... Like, but then he did his whole Method Man, Red Man thing, which was yes again a little love it, huge fan. 
Two of my all-time faves, and uh, they went on like tour with fucking like jam bands because they were so they were like so over with white people. But the uh, the uh, 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 the Wu Tang concert even had a balloon line, as I talked about. But that's how over they are with white people that they're selling nitrous outside the fucking shows of Wu Tang. But really, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. And Eminem and uh, and Redman, like Redman, Redman and Method Man, like do Red Rocks every year on 420 and all. They still are like <laughs> super fucking pothead uh, favorites. But... Dude, Redman's fucking hilarious. I mean, Redman's. Both you know what? Redman had a better. I think his first album was uh, what the fuck was the name of his first album? Was, yeah, time album for some action. Name? It was called What the Album. Yeah, it had, uh, and then. Uh, I think what the album was the no that was his first album. Like, then Muddy Waters, Muddy, oh yes, yes, his best album. That so was Red yeah, Man's yeah, yeah. A fucking, uh, That's true, Redman. He, he, he's a one of the what is that? A statistical anomaly, as they would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Redman also, yeah, the uh, that early what the album had like a real early. 90s late 80s hip-hop kind of sound and yeah, then muddy was waters still, like, was like a real was 90s e- overproduced fucking you know e- mtv he, he videos was rolling around shit. with epmd at that time yeah of, some keith uh, murray yeah yeah keith murray i mean how about Gio speaking of shot. epmd how about some of your looking at more of the hip-hop genre of rap your ET- epmds de la souls Tribe called Quest. I mean, Tribe is just fantastic. You know why Tribe's fantastic? Because it's still good and women like it. Um, <laughs> Definitely the most lo- lo- beloved by women, for sure. <laughs> like, it's, but it's still, it's still like, like, and for I'm, sure. I'm not ripping on women when I say that. Like, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't lose. It's party music it doesn't for lose sure. Its it's masculinity. Like yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. You know, it's a like, great call. Uh, it's both. Like, it's it is right 50 50 down the middle. Like, for sure. Both genders have every right to love everything tribes have. <laughs> for Versus sure, for like sure. if you're a fucking and Midnight woman, Marauders. Like really and they like were also a... real early they were kind of like the prime example I'd say uh, when NWA came out and then shortly after the chronic and it was like super gangster and they were like dude we're not trying like with all due respect to Dr. Dre but like we are something different than like scary to white people misogynistic <laughs> you know what i mean like the chronic and midnight marauders are two very different albums yeah very genre, very different albums. you know yeah but they're still both fucking but they're both amazing hell. for sure <clears throat> yeah so so that's why i mean tribe is fucking How about the love movement tribe, like tribe is uh it was all right some hot tracks it was, but... it was all right i mean that was like see the, the thing that's by, by then us. they're like fucking five albums deep though and also tribe is one of the anomalies that we can say has several fucking great albums. I'm forgetting yeah, the one before Midnight Marauders, what it was called, but like the, uh, there, all were, those... there was a tri- there was uh, Midnight Marauders, there was which well, there was another the like that really the low, the, the low end theory. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so like, and, and then uh, they stayed relevant. The next movement after Biggie died and hip hop had its like day of of commercial success. Tribe had that album. They introduced Buster Rhymes to the world. Oh, good call too. Busta's yeah. uh, and, and Busta had his one great album, and then uh, <laughs> fell off. No, Busta, no, no, dude, Busta had some good albums, and honestly, uh, he he puts on a great show. If you I can definitely Busta imagine show, that. Dude, I've never seen like, Busta. Cl- but... He's like half cross dressing, just dominating. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure that sounds. Amazing. <laughs> he's in like a fucking tiny mink, like woman's coat that barely fits around him, but it like works somehow. <laughs> and hip hop shows are are real, real fun. Super energy. And what I'm sure Busta could rip a stage. All right, Michael. Michael's calling you right now. I'm going to decline this call, and you're going to not delete this from when you edit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you heard it there, folks. Uh, uh, in your face, Michael. 
getting sidebar by Ross, and I'm keeping it in there. <laughs> Ross, and Michael is a huge Tribe Called Quest fan. Michael literally heard us talking about Tribe. Michael sensed we were talking about Tribe, and because uh, Michael is more of a hip hop guy. You, Michael's, should we get Michael on real quick and get his take on? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't have two phones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Michael would be more a, a little bit of a hip hop fan, I'd say. Try yeah, to, yeah, how do you feel Michael's, about the Brutes? Michael's a less, less uh, hardcore, like less gangster. He like he really liked EPMD. De La Souls, another classic, like early nineties, mid nineties. Who was the album the guys that did the open Oakland blackouts? Was that the hieroglyphics? Like that's a total Jimbo band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, yeah, people <laughs> under the stairs or whoever. All right, people under the stairs was feeling it though. Yeah, um, I mean J Five. All those albums were real good. They were. Uh, yeah. How about yeah, the whole exactly. Raucous they, Records crew? Yeah, they, they, I feel you just didn't like them. They were just them. the softer side of rap. They were the seers of rappers. <laughs> And like Jay Z said, he wanted to rap like Common Sense, and then he sold two albums and didn't rap like Common Sense. But that's uh, from the Jigga Man himself. But you're right; a lot of uh, you know Kanye and Common were affiliated, but then they went more commercial. Kanye, he's not a good fucking rapper. I don't know who the fuck thinks that he is. He's fucking retarded. Yeah, man. I mean, Kanye has got some decent stuff. College Dropout was great album. It was fucking horrible, dude. No, it was a real good album, man. Some of his albums are are... fucking first when you're. Commercial song is your best song. Like you suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, there were some other real good songs on that. The first album I did was real good. The uh, uh, he just definitely just gets so much. I mean, he's much like Hamilton. Just he tweeted <laughs> that he was great so many times. Everybody believed it. But he ranks like fucking not even top ten in terms of you know catalog resume. There's fucking lots of rappers that have much better catalog. Now, uh, uh, kids from so, the 2000s though, you know, you know what's will annoying? not agree to it, that, but. No, that's what's annoying. Like, so, so we were, we, we, all right, so we were in fucking, all right, we were in elementary school when Onyx came out, right? And we all knew Onyx. Back the fuck up. Uh, we had to, st- I, I had to steal yeah. it from the so, record store in town because they wouldn't sell it to us because we were like 12. So. Exactly. In your face, so, society. So we were still in fucking elementary school listening to this. And then we graduated to the mid 90s rap in fucking uh, middle school. And Dude, the first album school, I ever owned was uh, The Chronic. My mom like yeah, had no idea do, what right? it was and just fucking bought it do. because my I asked for it. Had, and, like, my sister had Doggy Style, which is again one of the best straight through albums of all time, <laughs> and um, equally hilarious and much like Weird Al, equally hilarious and good. Uh, oh, and we need and I'm sorry, but I need to throw in Little Kim Hardcore is one of the best <laughs> albums of all time, like hands down. I mean, considering it was written by Biggie, I'd say uh, I, I'd, I'd agree <laughs> to that. That's very misogynistic, Liam. I, I, <laughs> it, it wasn't. Little Kim dominated that album. Um, so, so, so then we get into high school and we're on, at this point, we've been exposed to it at such a young age. We're, yeah, we grew up with it for sure. Yeah, we grew up with it. Now we're on these guys, like most likely second albums, third, second, third albums by then. Like, yeah, we have the fucking right to hate the new rappers that came up out of that because they weren't as good, <laughs> but like we were with the original no, for sure. we were literally <laughs> in the golden age of rap and hip-hop for sure yeah you know what i mean like, like we were like five ten years uh older <laughs> we would probably have been you know what i mean uh uh we would have respected it more you know what i mean and like you know recognized a little bit more yeah we but then we'd, be, then we'd be 47 so like i'm glad we're still 37 <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and i'm not complaining but uh although i would have loved to be at like a 90s uh uh like a 1996 fucking Snoop Dogg show as opposed to a 2001 yeah, Snoop right. Dogg show. Yeah, you're right. That would have been unfucking believable. Like, oh, fuck. Well, 
Although it would have been scary, though, dude, in all honesty. From the from us coming from the suburbs, it was a lot easier to go because I saw the roots a lot of times when we were in high school, and the crowd was half white. And honestly, dude, when me and you were fucking 15, 16-year-old kids going in from the suburbs to New York, if it was like a 1998 Mob Deep crowd, <laughs> it would have been fucking terrible. And honestly, it would have been a little disappointing if we didn't get robbed. You know what I mean? Like if everybody was cool and treated us well, it would be like, hey, I don't know what those guys are talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what, what all the hubbub is. They're not... Dude, no, first off, here's what would have happened. Everyone would have been like, what are these two fucking white guys doing here? And then they would have been like, please. So that's why we would have gotten robbed. Um, one regret of not being old enough to go to the tunnel. Apparently the tunnel was on a complete ball of yeah. absolute fire. Dude, but one of the guys that I bartended with for a long time was, uh, sorry, one of the guys that I bartended with for a long time was a huge, like, electronic, you know, music fan, raver or yeah. whatnot. And he always talks about the... Uh, how epic the tunnel was. Dude, I wish we could have Especially for tunnel. Ross, who was a little bit more into the B-boy culture. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you were three years older, you would have been a full-on ecstasy raver. Let's be honest. You Dude, were, first uh, off, just because I took ecstasy like four <laughs> times in high school doesn't make me... You practically had Jinkos, you fucker. I, uh... <laughs> I never had Jinkos, and also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I had a techno face. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, and exactly, but like, dude, if you had your, t- all, if, and any one of us, if we would have been to the tunnel in the 90s, we would have all had a techno phase and it would have been amazing. No, but the tunnel, the tunnel, I'm talking about the rap day at the tunnel. Like, dude, they used to have, like, they had all sorts of different look shit. Look up what used to go down at the tunnel okay, <laughs> during their rap day. Like, it's unbelievable. People who liked Hamilton and watched Hamilton were <laughs> shockingly might be listening to this. I know. <laughs> we haven't turned this off. Uh... Yeah, we haven't turned this off literally since we started. No, I think um... that people are going to agree with us on our Hamilton take. I got, like, I can, I would love to argue with a theater expert about how this was a great overall production as opposed to just, like, a really impressive piece of Dude, music. And if it's a really impressive piece room. of music, then we then listen to my playlist because it's going to be a lot better. So Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so Liam. <laughs> When, when we're done with this podcast, should we put up a three-hour playlist? I mean, I'm putting up a two-hour. I, I put up a two-hour playlist with every month's episode, a thematic playlist to accompany it. So this, <clears throat> do you have any suggestions? What are my must? What are my must-have tracks? Uh, Liam, this is this has got to be discussed off air. <laughs> yeah, good luck if you're with putting that. up a three-hour rap playlist, two hours, rap playlist, and it's like, trying to be hip hop. We need to actually break this down to a level where people will just be horrified <laughs> listening to it. I mean, it's gonna it you're gonna get some roots, some black star, some gang star, uh, a lot of freestyles from uh, like Stretch and Bobita, Wake Up oh, Show, certain, some because uh, 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 that's foundation hip hop right there, y'all. A b boy and an MC and like the old days. <laughs> yeah, so Liam used to break dance in high school. <laughs> now I was the MC. I was a freestyler. Ross was yeah, the B boy. Ulo was, was the, the graffiti man. We Ulo had, had the turntable. That's true. What am I talking about? Ulo was the uh, yeah. Ulo was the all time DJ. But I feel like Ulo was still the gra- yeah. And Ulo defined hip hop from the suburbs. <laughs> he like lived in yeah, Manhattan. He came. He had technique he, tables. He really that's was. Why he won most original in uh, for his yearbook award in middle school. No, but honestly, most- dude, Charlie Ulo, big shout out to him. He was more influential in like the uh, uh, um, like the musical taste of Ridgewood High School by far than anybody else. He really exposed us to a lot of that hip hop, you know? And this was right when Napster was coming yeah, out. False. So like Yulo could tell us who these cool hip hop artists were, then we could Napster them, but... 
Remember Napster? Then it was LimeWire, or was it Kazaa? I never, LimeWire. I never. Uh, once Metallica uh, oh, yeah, betrayed me on Napster, I fucking, I literally didn't computer. have another one until Spotify, <laughs> and that's a fucking hundred percent true. <laughs> I went from Napster to Spotify. Now it's torrents. I'm gonna, I'm gonna torrent something tonight for fucking old, old, old times. I mean, if you want to throw together a two-hour rap hip-hop playlist of your own and oh, send so it you're to, and, your own playlist together. All right, all right. We I mean, if you want to do, if you want to do just, your own, I mean, I'm doing my own. It's my, like it's my own podcast. Playlist. Of course, I'm doing my own. But uh, if you want to do your own, huh? let's do, let's do because because of COVID and the fact that I'm viciously broke right now. We'll do a forty-dollar bet of whose playlist gets more likes. <laughs> no, this is your pat in the stats here. You're the one that you're the one that controls the social media posts of the UTI <laughs> podcast. You're gonna, uh... dude. No, I don't. Wait, is this a UTI no. by the way? Are we labeling this UTI? I mean, it's UTI reunion. <laughs> but, uh... I feel like it should still be on. Uh, but we don't pay for our sound. We don't pay for our SoundCloud anymore, so we can't. Well, dude, ever since I got went to jail, I had to delete the episodes. <laughs> is that what happened? Is that what? Yeah. yeah, that dude. Is can I be happened. honest as well? If we're I, gonna come clean, I did take down. I don't know if I've ever actually told you this or if you know this, but the the uh, hilariously enough, the last official UTI podcast that we did. Do you remember what it was? Was it the Trump? What, was yes. that <laughs> we endorsed Trump for president, like during the Republican primary, just based on how, on how hilarious he was being. And then after he won the election, I took it down because I didn't want to be like fucking. I was so pissed and I didn't want to be held like accountable to me and you like dude he called Rosie O'Donnell fat he's hilarious <laughs> like, first off I stand, I stand by us making that episode 1000% I didn't know <laughs> if I knew what I do now I mean here's the thing Liam here's the thing these fucking people that are like, I told you so, they didn't fucking know that this was going to happen. They didn't know he was going to be this stupid. I no think they did. They stupid. really did. But they didn't know that no, an emergency was going to happen. They thought he was going to No, be everybody stupid. knew, man. There's no way to not know. Nobody thought that a huge like tragedy was going to happen and it was going to come into direct spotlight. But everybody knew that he was... I, I thought there himself. was no way that he was going to win the election, so I like <laughs> did, like begrudgingly agreed to the, for the endorsement, <laughs> just thinking that he would lose and it was going to go a long ways into like making a mockery out of the political system, which I stand by in some regards. Which exactly, which is what the entire episode was about, was yeah, him yeah, making sure. a mockery of the political system, exactly. which is why I stand by it. It wasn't us actually endorsing Trump as a human. He obviously stinks, yeah, but yeah, like... Yeah. Him needing to fucking make these politicians do their goddamn it was jobs. Hilarious. It was is, Yeah, so fuck you. Yeah, he had the most hilarious episode, debate performance you. I've ever seen, I gotta be honest. <laughs> and also, dude, like, I mean, honestly, me and you did hate the whole people being appalled. That, like, can you imagine a, a politician saying negative things to people? And, like, can we stop pretending like politicians are good people for fucking, for, for, for fuck's sake? They're all fucking miserable, you know, fucking horrible They're all people. fucking horrible, shady, egomaniacal people that do Except shady, for, egomaniacal you, you know, I shockingly love AOC. I hate her so much, but I love her. <laughs> Huge like, AOC if I, guy. Like, uh, if I ever got into the politics game, the first person and i would be on the opposite side of her on everything and we would argue i mean what about burn baby burn were you a burn baby burn guy no because... i'm not a fucking 90 year old <laughs> fucking bernie sanders guy because I, I dude i don't have an income right now so i'm not gonna vote someone in that gives me an income i'm gonna go get one i'm gonna go find an income myself 
fucking lazy pieces of garbage. <laughs> fucking seriously. I mean, if, the, if that's up. his platform, sign me up because. <laughs> oh yeah, sign us up. So then all the rich people here move out of the country, and then you're stuck with. Where are they gonna go? Do you really think a rich person's gonna move out? You know, they're gonna fucking all yeah, move to where, Norway. Where are they gonna go? Where there's not winter. <laughs> what, like fucking Florida? That's where they already live. Fucking go to they're gonna go to California and fucking Florida. It's, uh... No, I, I mean, we're know. not... Uh, Costa Rica, Brazil, where the fucking women are 10,000 times hotter. <laughs> yeah, things are great slags, in Brazil. That's the real... fucking uh... American women slags that fucking... I mean, it's, I think one of face. the real problems with the arrogance of America is we only look at how bad... Americans are so arrogant that we think that we are the best at everything, we're the worst at everything, we're the most evil. So we only look at how horrible our country is and we think, well, surely we're the most horrible country. We couldn't possibly be worse <laughs> than America because we're so arrogant. We don't realize that every other country is fucking just as bad and they're all fucking horrible. You know what I mean? Like every country has... Some of them are, you know, have so much less people it's a lot easier to maintain and there's... Things Things that look appealing. Yeah, exactly. That's but... like when people fucking are like, oh, well, in Norway, they have free education. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah. Well, and in even Norway, in Norway, they the know that their life's not perfect. It's like you know? 400 fucking people yeah. because it's fucking Norway. And I guarantee you, if you were, I guarantee you, if you were at a bar room in Norway, they were fucking, are they, they were complaining about their local politicians too, okay? It's just fucking <laughs> yeah. what happens. It's what people do. <laughs> they complain about but Yeah, seriously. So foreign women, hey, 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 a big, big, uh, big announcement about American women. Stop being cunts. Uh, 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 foreign women are like uh, every male in this country is just going to go to a different country to go marry a good woman. I will say that. Fucking slag like, shout out to all the Irish gals out there and uh, <laughs> Estonian and all the. <laughs> like you don't even have an accent. And if you're from Boston, you sound retarded. And if you're from the South, you sound stupid. So you don't even have a fucking accent that to like work with. So, like, fuck you. You're already starting behind the eight ball, but you don't have an acute Spanish <laughs> accent going on. You really... But I guess, I on a point like that, the, that, we I didn't will... know that the London accent was actually attractive until we started zoom going people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the London accent. The, the, uh, the, 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 the Dublin accent. girls are going to get real angry with yeah, that. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Remember when I said that Ireland was part of the UK and then just got death stared <laughs> to fucking hell? <laughs> I mean, I'm with you on As that I one, all right? As let's I not fucking, been. yeah, let's not expect, like, uh, I mean, let's not expect I Americans just, to really being, know any nuances here, folks. I was we, clearly just being an ignorant, ugly American. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just got fucking dense there. And I earned it, but yeah. you know. But I mean, you should be used them. to that by now. We, uh... <laughs> but in all honesty, I've covered, I think we've covered all of our bases as to why we got Ross on here. Uh, we've covered some hip-hop, some Hamilton, some politics, some uh, uh, some some Coronaville burns. Wait, we've wait, hold on. All. We, so, we, so, uh, uh former listeners of the UTI podcast, we used to do a sing-along when we exited the show. And uh, unfortunately, this theme that I'm going to enforce Liam to do, even though he might edit this entire fucking speech <laughs> out, um, is, uh, is uh, they, the, his other podcast, they made a giant mistake in not recognizing the epic song from Top Gun called take your breath away and we're gonna we're gonna sing that wow you did dare you, you did tell me about this 
Yeah, but uh, like okay, they, I guess like going out to my yeah, songs from movie podcast. playlist, uh, volume two. Up. So so far, four hours of songs from uh, songs from movies. I have yet to include "Take My Breath Away," and, and it's infuriating because it's honestly it's the it's the most sexually hardcore <laughs> song I've ever listened to. I don't know any I of the never, lyrics. I only know "Take I've My Breath." I've never wanted to get married more after listening to "Take My Breath Away." <laughs> All right, so should we kick it off? Uh, I think we should. How kick does it, it off. go? Are we just it... doing the hook here? Take my oh, wait, breath. Do you want me to put it on? I can put it on. If you can put it on, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I can absolutely put it on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm down to 13%, though. So, And once know, it goes to 10, it gets all goofy. i got to start just keeping my phone on charge during these episodes, but I would think we would talk for an hour plus, ripping on <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, shit, here we go, son. Oh, let me, how do I Bluetooth this? Hold on. Theater mode? Get the fuck out of here with theater mode. I mean, clearly, I think we need theater mode for this episode. Uh, in honor of Hamilton, yeah, of, is this going to be a lot of key chains, uh, key changes. Here we fucking go, Lib. Right, here we go. Big uh, shout out to all the UTI listeners, Untucked and Irritated <laughs> podcast, best ofs available on Big LW podcasts here on the SoundCloud. You heard? Yeah. <laughs> Peeps can hear it. <laughs> a very unhip hop, but still, but better than Hamilton, I'd say. I'm st- it still could fall into our songs better than Hamilton playlist. <laughs> yeah, who is this? This is Tom Cruise and uh, the dude from ER right now. We're getting down. I mean, Top Gun, as we all know, is a, uh, a, a man-on-man, an ode-to-man love, pretty much, as the internet. <laughs> the hook hasn't come yet. Oh, here we go, Ross. Take my breath away, Ross. Oh, Ross. <laughs> all right, there he is. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you held me out, uh, left me on that on that limb, and didn't sing along. So, all right, well. <laughs> all right, well, that'll put an end to this episode of the Jammin' World on the epic sing along with me and Ross to take my breath away. Thank you so much, Ross Taramina. Given us and finally taking Hamilton me. down a peg, and we'll see <laughs> you very, on the upcoming very, Zoom. It was very, it was very fucking nice to do this again. So yes, thank you. for sure, for sure. We'll uh, we'll All definitely right, talk soon, brother. Thank you very much. Cheers. Peace. <laughs> so I guess you heard it there. There's really nothing more to say after the epic "Take My Love Away" sing along. Except, of course, to make sure to check out all of the action right here on Big LW Podcasts. Right, of course. Follow me on YouTube, Big LW Podcasts. Follow me on Facebook, Big LW Podcasts. Look for me on Twitter, although I probably won't be there, but still look for me. (laughs) And I guess... We will give one more big thank you to my main man, Ross Terramina of the Untucked and Irritated Podcast, as well as, I guess, Lin-Manuel Miranda and the rest 
of the cast of Hamilton for being really good sports, as I'm sure they thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. And I'm sure I would have liked the show more if I was uh, there live in attendance after paying $1,200 for a ticket. I guess as well a big shout out to all of you and thank you so much for listening we'll catch you next time on Big LW's Jamming World Podcast Funk.